Behold, the last Butterfinger in the whole house, and I have it. Dad says no teasing. Na 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 na. Whoa! Check out the smooth, chocolatey outside. The crispity, crunchity, peanut buttery inside. Dad says if you make a scream, you're dead meat. You wouldn't scream. Dad! Now what? Never mind. Nobody better lay a finger on my Butterfinger. We're back. The next episode on our list is from February 11th, 1990, written by Al Jean and Mike Reese, directed by Wes Archer. It is Moaning Lisa. So it is the first Lisa-centric episode of the series. Yes, yes um, it is. And I've known the title of this episode for 20 plus years. I never got that it was a take on Mona Lisa. <laughs> I never understood that. I just got that doing the research on the episode. Wow. Um, wow. <laughs> Every time I read Moaning Lisa, I always think of Mona Lisa. Every time. Well, aren't, aren't you special? <laughs> well, I'm also more art-centric than you. <laughs> yeah. So the chalkboard gag is, I will not instigate revolution. I feel like that, and... I guess after the the general, it would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's thematically appropriate. And the couch gag is they all run and squeeze into the couch, and Maggie pops up in the air, and Marge catches her. Yep. All of uh, them pop up in this one, don't they? They all do a, a pop. Lot of, there's a lot of <laughs> popping up in this episode. Or, or in I do this, like the uh, pop sound in they use, though. Gags. Kind of what? I like the pop sound they use, though. It's great. Yeah, it's great. This is the first episode that is really Lisa-centric. There's some there are some thoughts on this one that like people, the writers were a, they were a bit worried, or I guess that you know everybody on the show is a bit worried that doing a, a, an episode that's just based on Lisa being sad could be, you know, a downer. Could be something like, well, we've we've kind of established that that it's you know a goofy show. Like sure. you now you're just gonna like do something about well, one of the characters being sad. Well, they did a they did a sad Homer. <laughs> yes, they very did, very they did much a very like, depressed Homer. Well, they they did, but like this is more like Lisa's is kind of down in the dumps. Uh, she you could probably constitute her as being depressed too. I suppose. So. I mean, it's it's very world weary. Like it just makes me the... want to give her a hug though, because she's super. <laughs> sad and i hate and like, it before all of this it was really like lisa was smart but she she was never this precocious mm -hmm. she was never this knowledgeable about the fact that like oh the world is such a desolate place and like the, this kind of stuff sure and, like now this is the episode where you you start to get the idea that like lisa is ha a little bit a, more a very... like a like a strong attachment to the nature and the world and how it how it's progressing yeah She's very uh, conscious of the world. Yes, that's the word. So before this show starts, I did write down a note from the commentary where they kind of reveal that the main title gags, like the reason that there are main title gags, are, or like I guess the idea that Graining got about like having main title gags was from the Mickey Mouse Club, because they would have different gags in the title sequence. Oh, so that's... they had like a few different gags in the title sequence, which huh. I don't know, but you know, that's from back when Graining was a kid. So. Yeah. The episode starts with... Lisa being sad. Yeah, she's it just, really is. <laughs> it's it's gonna be a weird. She's not it's gonna be like a weird she doesn't have to go through because it's Lisa's just depressed the whole time. Well, she's not finding joy in the things she used to find joy in too. Yeah, so she is. 
staring at, at herself in the mirror uh, and she's sad we'll probably talk about the reception of kind of what people thought of it after this but like it is a bold thing to do probably in 1990 and not just be a traditional sitcom type that you've already established yourself as not we aren't the traditional sitcom where it's like you know one of our apple characters is just depressed yeah <laughs> today yeah they're just sad um <laughs> Homer's knocking on the door to get in, and and Lisa just kind of dejectedly walks out, and Bart mm-hmm. runs in, and and Homer gets locked out because you know Homer's got he's got places to be too. He's always late for work. Always late uh, for work. <laughs> so later he has to be late on, for work. <laughs> this was kind of a James L. Brooks idea. James L. Brooks always wanted to do an episode of television where a character was sad but didn't know why. And I guess he wasn't able to do that with the other shows that he had. Yeah, because they, they were wouldn't too really. Sit right, they're not so going to let you do that yet. He was like, well, let's just do it. Let's do it with Lisa. Homer can't find his keys, <laughs> and he's going crazy trying to find his keys. Yep. And Lisa's, Lisa just kind of opens the door, and they're still in the front door. <laughs> I wish I could say I haven't done this. Um, I haven't done this since I've been an adult. <laughs> but I do know. I remember there was one night, or one like. <laughs> morning i i woke up and coming home from work coming home from work coming home from like being out one night in high school and left the keys in the door at mom and dad's i yeah Um, i remember this yeah i know i did that because then after that it was don't leave the keys in the door make sure the keys aren't in the door (laughs) yeah which um i'm an idiot i still worry about doing it though to this day i always am like touching like the pocket to make sure i have the keys. i don't know how you just leave them in the door because if you're like carrying something else i yeah but i just do the the door and then i put it right back in my pocket see that's that's just a waste of time you leave it in the door if you leave it in the door you can get in the house faster uh there's the right way and there's the American way, Rachel. And the American way is you leave those keys in the door. <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry. I mean, nowadays you don't necessarily even need to have keys. Like you. This is true. Have, like, you get those a, like favorite fate. Like a keypad. Those little fancy keypads. Yeah. Yeah. That just keeps the door locked for you. Unlock it with your phone. Does a retinal scan on you and a fingerprint. Fingerprint. And you can get in the yeah. House. It needs like your DNA and maybe they're I, mean, little... I had a friend. I had a friend recently that was out of town and they asked me to bring the mail and stuff in the house mm-hmm. and they were like, just text me when you're there. And I did. And they and unlocked it from their phone. Unlocked the yeah. door. And I was like, all right, that's not creepy at all. I think it's kind of uh, cool. <laughs> so anyway, she turns down a cupcake to Bart. Yeah. Uh, which is ironic since what we just talked about in the last episode. For some reason, there were only two cupcakes mm-hmm. left. And Lisa defers to Homer and Bart. She's just depressed and... She doesn't want to put any effort in anything. And so we get her playing the saxophone in band yes. with Mr. Largo. This might be the first Mr. Largo outside of the main titles. I think so, yes. Uh, so Mr. Because they didn't Mr. do Largo. it at like the, the pageant or anything. They weren't playing their music, so. No, and Mr. Largo really doesn't do much, The as far as I know, throughout the series. He's just kind of this, like, I'm just the band instructor. Yep, like this pretty much. <laughs> Pathetic band instructor who who doesn't like Lisa's creativity. Yeah, because she starts um, to to riff a little bit. Yeah, she starts to to do some bebopping over my country tis of thee, <laughs> which I always do like in, in shows when they accurately get kids playing badly in band. Yes, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> 
And, but we do get to hear Lisa play some of the baritone sax. And I, and it is a berry sax. Yes. You can tell that. And I do wonder if that in itself is supposed to be a joke. Because for folks at home that don't know, I mean, do a quick Google of a berry sax. <laughs> but it's a giant, giant instrument. Yep. As I could reveal about myself. I played saxophone, Sex? but I was a Bleeding Gums Murphy. I was an alto. Although an alto, if you can play an alto sax, you can play a berry sax and Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the same, it's in the same key. But I always thought like, it, it's gotta be kind of a joke because you need so much power and like lung capacity to, to like get the berry to sound good. Mm-hmm. Um, and like she's just, this, this and she's so small. Yeah. Yeah. Play it was, was probably like part of the joke. I feel like she'd like and bust be a so lung. good at it. Yep. <laughs> well, we do we do find out later on that she has stubby fingers. Yes. Well, that's which, the Homer is, side. Yeah, <laughs> which she gets her Homer. <laughs> I'm glad that you remembered that joke. I was wondering if you remember that reference. <laughs> Damn stubby fingers. So later on, she's in the cafeteria. And a food fight breaks out, and she doesn't even want to, like, participate in the food fight because she's upset. She's in gym, and you're supposed to play dodgeball. She doesn't want to play dodgeball. Mm -hmm. Um, Whoever wants to play dodgeball. Dodgeball was a great game. It was fine. (laughs) No, you're, you no, it was fine. Well, we didn't play, play I was going to say, we didn't have, like, the real dodgeball, though. Like, we didn't have. You had to roll the ball. You had to roll the ball. It had to roll. (laughs) Yeah. If it bounced, you it you were out. If you yeah. if you threw it, then you were out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was this. Today. There was the uh, the lock in that we did, and then we actually played real dodgeball, and we're like nice. wailing it at each other. But yeah, oh, as you do. Right? <laughs> so I mean, but, it's like, fine. The, the balls that we had in like junior high and elementary school though were like soft. True. They weren't like a hard dodgeball. So no, they weren't the rub- could... they weren't the rubber balls. No, they were like. Felt. It was like if you got them wet, they would have done that they thing were where foamy. they like absorbed all the water. Yeah, they were foam. <laughs> so like you could barely throw it to begin with. <laughs> so like you had to roll the damn thing. But those were fun days when you when we played that game. I don't even know what it was called, but it was dot. They they set up bowling just pins. It... Did you not play that version? No. They were you would set up bowling pins across the gym floor, and the objective of the game was to either get everybody out on the other side. Or to knock down all the pins. Oh, okay. So, and, and that was a lot of fun. And then, like, the people that didn't really want to run around would just stand in front of the pins and be like a... Oh, yeah, like, like a, a goalie. shield. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, that's that's dodgeball. It's two Simpsons episodes in a row. We're making dodgeball references. But in the meantime, Bart and Homer are playing an episode... Are playing an an episode, episode? Are playing... Yes. Are playing a video game, uh, a boxing video game. Yes. As a son of a father, that's how they tend to happen. <laughs> it's okay. Playing playing a video game, uh, you know, with your dad is a pastime. Absolutely. Um, that, should be, that should be done generation after generation. And, and, and our dad was a nerd, so. Well, or is dad, a nerd. I, I, why am I saying it past it? Our dad is yeah. a nerd. <laughs> He'll be on the show eventually to talk about God knows what. Like, we're going to have to have a... It, as a guest on an episode or two um but like be having that for us it was always madden we'll have an episode on Madden at least one but like i could see us have, having played like i always feel like this was a, a 
you know, like a, an idea of like a boxing game, it would have been like the Mike Tyson boxing game, which we yeah. never played because it was Super Nintendo. We were a Sega Genesis house. That, that is, yes, that is true. I um, mean, but this even <laughs> this even predates Sega Genesis. If, if you want to, if you want to equate it to a sport like that, I would say we played the wrestling game. Well, of course. <laughs> And that would probably be more so... Uh, there's a world of difference there. Oh, I know there's a world of difference. I'm not saying it's the same, but I think it's uh, closer than Madden. That's your opinion. But anyway, so anyway. <laughs> Bart and Homer are playing a boxing game. It's called Super Slugfest, which makes me think it's it's like an idea of like it's a Super Nintendo almost. Mm-hmm. Or the Mike Tyson punch out. And Homer loses his 49th consecutive tie <laughs> uh, to Bart. While they're playing the game, I do like that and this i'm sure mom mom had this experience with me and dad playing video i mean she still does to this day like yes. when we're playing the video game get the fuck out of the room <laughs> because we are going to be pissed off at each other and we do not need a distraction and we'll start yelling at you <laughs> yes because we want to yell at each other but marge comes in to show something that came home in regards to lisa Mm -hmm. and homer assuming that it's lisa is like oh that's great Great. that's wonderful (laughs) Uh, then realizes that it's a a note saying that lisa refuses to play dodgeball because she is sad which is which is a a really sad thing too so sad yeah and and the and the act break just ends on lisa just looking sad yes and I just want to give her a hug. I don't like seeing sad people. It just makes me sad. <laughs> Homer does attempt to discover, like, why Lisa's sad. He does cry. And Homer just can't... She says Homer won't be able to understand. But but he, he tries. He's, he's trying to get her to tell. Right. And she seems to be having an existential crisis. It kind of, and, yeah. And this is where, like, you you really get, like, sh- her intellectualism, how she feels. Mm-hmm. Well, she doesn't look sad. I don't see any tears in her eyes. It's not that kind of sad. I'm sorry, Dad, but you wouldn't understand. Oh, sure I would, Princess. I have feelings, too. You know, like, my stomach hurts, or I'm going crazy. Why don't you climb up on Daddy's knee and tell him all about it? I'm just wondering, what's the point? Would it make any difference at all if I never existed? How can we sleep at night when there's so much suffering in the world? Well, eh, uh, eh. Come on, Lisa, ride the Homer horsey. Giddy up, whee! <laughs> Lisa, honey, why don't we go upstairs and I'll draw you a nice hot bath. That helps me when I feel sad. Sorry, Dad, I know you mean well. Thanks for knowing I mean well. She also, in that conversation, she does give Homer some kudos for trying and meaning right. well. And uh, that's true. Like, Homer Homer can't come up with a good answer. And, you know, I, I think that, that at least he, he does try. But I also think that that's part of Lisa's problem, is that she doesn't think that she can have an intellectual conversation with with her dad. Yeah. I guess. I guess. Like, for, for Lisa, I think that's, like, something that's important to her. And Homer's just not, he's just, he's, I'm just a big kid. Like, he just, he can't have that conversation. So Marge decides to have Lisa take a bath and try to feel better. And Bart thinks that she's faking. (laughs) Um, So she comes back down and Bart's like, you're faking so you can get out of doing chores. (laughs) Because Bart's vacuuming and he's not happy about it. Again, like this, we we have been getting a lot of, like, good brother-sister spats here. I do like the little brother and sister, like, interactions. That's always nice. And, and that, Maggie, which is probably another reason why you and I liked this so much, is we had like the, 
the Bart Lisa. Well, I mean, they're not fully Bart Lisa, obviously, but it's kind I'm of like more Lisa. And you're more. I'm Bart. not more Bart. I'm not Bart. <laughs> you're more Maggie. Yeah, I'm more Maggie. That's right. <laughs> but it's still like the interaction and stuff. It's kind of like, oh yeah, you know. No, we would do this to each other all the time. Right. We would. I mean, we still do. We quote Bart and Lisa when Mom thinks. <laughs> the two of us are like fighting and it's like no we're just, no, we're just doing a bit we're doing a bit <laughs> is this a bit <laughs> i mean we do the same thing with arthur and dw like, yeah 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 even more so probably arthur and DW. probably a little bit because smaller. when we were young i was arthur and you were for sure dw i wasn't that bad <laughs> you're mean <laughs> you are mean i was not Blundering. a dw well you were you were you were more DW than you were Kate. Kate. Kate's the baby. Oh my god! I always pale. forget there's there's a stupid baby at one I... point. <laughs> I, uh, you know, Kate's fine. Oh, She's fine. Here, I always no, forget. I'll, I'll I'll mention I'll mention. I do one like the Kate and be... Pale, and when when Pale's British, I mean that's wonderful. I here's one that I can, <laughs> here's one that I'll say so that you can add it to the list. Maybe I'm Robbie and you're Charlene. <laughs> Oh my god don't don't say what it's from no you're right that's probably more accurate just just leave it as it is <sighs> so anyway i'm like maybe i'm a mix maybe we're all a mix of those characters though yeah because yeah of course we are but i mean <laughs> whatever no i like whatever, that. add that whatever. one to the list i'm 100 percent writing that down and we're not gonna say it but i'm writing it down no, we're not gonna say it we'll we'll say it more explicitly later but for everyone that that listens understand reference i want i you know i'll give them a little bone and not not fully explain because um, <laughs> it's coming oh those there's fluff some, candy there's gonna be some real good ones in that yeah we'll be brought to you by fluff candy in <laughs> so anyway <laughs> All right, back to the Simpsons. So they decide to fight for Maggie's attention. Maggie's watching TV on the couch by herself because she's a genius. Um, (laughs) uh, Well, yeah, Bart's in the room with her. But uh, they both are, like, trying to get Maggie to, like, come to them because Mm -hmm. they're like, who loves you more? Right. And, of course, the joke is that Maggie goes to the TV and hugs the TV. Oh, yeah. Um, Who do you love more? The TV. (laughs) Which is true. That's the way it should be. And babies do love the TV. I think, as we we've probably explained earlier, like that's it's bright. That's what they love. It's shiny. Changes colors. Sound comes from it. It makes ice. <laughs> Homer and Bart are playing the video game again. Bart easily wins, mm-hmm. so he's up to fifty straight wins now. And Homer blames the loss on that damn saxophone. Stop playing that saxophone. I don't know if he calls it a saxophone. I don't think he calls it a saxophone in this one. Saxophone. (laughs) Lisa is playing sax in her room and Homer needs a reason to be upset. So he tells her to stop. And she she starts crying. And again, like Homer's not quite sure what to do but she just says like she'll practice her fingering for anybody that's played a saxophone or like has a friend oh, i love the sound that this. plays a saxophone this is perfect like it, it it's gotta just be somebody fingering the sax i, I love the sound of that that the noises though like it is it is a saxophone fingering we're gonna get flagged for me saying fingering it's very satisfying too. and it, you should look up look up saxophone fingering please i you're just gonna enjoy the sounds 
I don't. Okay. You know actually, what? I bet no, it is folks, a thing. I bet. Don't, don't Google saxophone fingering. I bet it's an Please. ASMR thing. I bet it's an ASMR thing. It might be an ASMR because thing. Because I I'm enjoyed the sound what you'll of it. Get I know. You, you probably. You I know. I know. Please do it. Please do it. Now I'm very excited about it. <laughs> oh, God. Do, please do this in, like, incognito mode or something. Don't... No. Normal mode at work. Please look up saxophone fingering. But... Nothing else. <laughs> so, while she's laying in bed, uh, she hears a saxophone playing in the distance. And she just sneaks out of the house. She, like... I, Again, try leaving a window holding a baritone sax. Yeah, really. <laughs> Being eight years old. But she leaves the house and she goes to find the source. And, and she walks through the town and discovers on the same overpass that was from Homer's Odyssey, she finds a man playing a saxophone. And this is where we meet Bleeding Gums Murphy, played mm-hmm. by Ron Taylor. Um, he's playing, playing the sax. Back at the house, Marge is dreaming about her childhood. Oh, um, this is sad was, too. This is sad. This is sad, but this is definitely like an indictment on the generation before. I don't know if it's an indictment on the greatest generation or the baby boomers, like on how they treated their kids, right? To be to hide their feelings. Oh, it's sad. And, and like nowadays, people don't like the fact that the people that are thirty-five and younger. You are know, a little bit more open are about too it. Too emotional, and it's like, no, it's because you guys were all kind of messed up by not right. showing your emotions. But the whole that we're trying point... to make up for the fact and be open <laughs> yeah. about it. Like, no, 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 no. Now, now we're catching up to the fact that, like, no, it's fine. You, you can be whatever you. Like... If you feel sad, let us know you're sad. You know, yeah, it's like fine. It's... Be sad. Yeah. If you want to. If you want to play video games and collect action figures as an adult, you can do that. <laughs> yes. If you if if you want to be into sports and football, you can. You be can into do that. that. If you want to trade if you money be a, on the stock market, right? You can if do you that. want to be a dancer, be a dancer. It's whatever you can be that that person. You can have right. emotions. You can you can have hobbies. You can be your person. But in our little Marge's world, <laughs> Rachel's that that has been Rachel's <laughs> soapbox. Do 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 do. I'm not uh, stealing in, the more you know. Don't put that in there. <laughs> I'm sorry, yes. Rachel, f- do dee do do There we Wait, go. Wait, no, that's stealing from something else. Here. <laughs> uh, we'll find something. Anyway. So anyway, in Marge's dream, her mom is telling her to uh, always make sure that she smiles. Even when she's sad. Even though she's sad. I do love that at the same time Homer's having a dream where he's in the in the video game and Bart's beating the crap out of him. <laughs> and he wakes up to a nightmare and then falls immediately back to sleep. Just it, screams and back to sleep. It's a good Homer scream, though. It's a great, yeah, it's a Homer scream. I thought it was a gag that you'd see in future seasons, too. It did not feel like a season one joke about him, like, waking up and, and immediately screaming. Right, and then falling right back to sleep. Yeah, so a really good joke there. And then we go back to Bleeding Gums and Lisa, and Bleeding Gums is jamming with her. She, he's, like, telling her, like, going through a bunch of different types of, you know, play me the, you know, the G scale. He's or testing like her. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And realizing that she's really good at jazz. Well, just saxophone in general. And that she right. she has the, the uh, like, uh, affinity for jazz. They go back and forth. They, they agree to jam back and forth. And she does the second grade blues. I got a bratty brother. He bugs me every day. And the 
This morning, my own mother, she gave my last cupcake away. My dad acts like he belongs, he belongs in the zoo. I'm the saddest kid in grade number two. You know, you play pretty well for someone with no real problems. Yeah, but I don't feel any better. The blues isn't about feeling better. It's about making other people feel worse and making a few bucks while you're at it. Oh, yeah, this is cute. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, Marge gets worried. I don't know how she finds her, but she does find yeah, her. That's true. How does she find her? <laughs> maybe she <laughs> hears the saxophone music it in just the distance. Gets drawn to it. A mother's blind uh, love. I, I like that she says, like, get away from that jazz man. Jazz man. <laughs> and she says, like, I'm sorry, nothing personal. I'm just afraid of the unfamiliar, which is also a good line. It's like a good... Well, I'm the same way. I'm afraid of the unfamiliar. <laughs> yeah. But, but she shows up and brings her home. Bleeding Gums continues to do her song as they, as they leave. And I wrote down in my notes at this point, like, this is a very small story. It and is. It is. It is just a very character-driven... Um, compared to the last episode uh, being this like boisterous war parody. Like all about the story. Yeah. And this, this is, is all about Lisa. This is more just the character of Lisa mm-hmm. and her relationship with her mom and her dad. Homer. Oh, well, I guess we should, we should say this first because I think it comes first. Oh, here's a little note that is from the wiki that I didn't realize that it says Barney's Bolorama has burned down. What? Um, on the TV. So um, I guess there's a new Bolorama after this. Who knew? So Barney's Bolorama burned down and and Homer has to go tell Marge the bad news. But Marge is still worried about Lisa. And and Marge asks Bart to be nice to her and try to cheer her up. And to Bart's credit, he does try to cheer her up. He goes and finds her. And his idea of cheering her up is to try a prank call on Mo, which I mean they do enjoy doing together. So they do. Enjoy it was doing a good idea. Together. Yeah, it was a good idea. And this time the prank is Jock Strap. Yeah, most have it. Most speaking. Is Jock there? Who? Jock. Last name Strap. Uh, hold on. Uh, Jock Strap. Hey guys, I'm looking for a Jock Strap. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. Jockstrap. It's you, isn't it, you cowardly little runt? When I get a hold of you, I am going to gut you like a fish and drink your blood. (laughs) Where's your sense of humor, man? Homer, in the meantime, has decided to practice, which I'm sure I've done and and I'm sure Dad has done as well. We'll practice the video games so that we can play it against each other. I know me and the guys would do that, too. Even college, would have, you know, you got to practice rock band or something against each other, even just to, so that you, you you can do it, or, or Counter Strike or whatever it was that we were playing in college, <laughs> Call of Duty. By the end of it, which I was the worst at, but we still we still did it. I got good um, at the gun game though. I was very excited about that one. <laughs> oh, see, I was good at one in the chamber. Yeah, you were good at one in the chamber. I got good at the gun game eventually. <laughs> and then I had to stop because then little kids were getting better and, and I just didn't want to deal well, with yeah, now I didn't want to deal with video, them. Any video game online is horrible. I um, really don't like them. But Homer 
does end up having this sensation where he has to learn from a little kid, which is the style. Like, that's just the way it is. You, you realize that you become too old when little kids have to teach you how to play video games. And Homer at the arcade comes in contact with this, uh, like, expert at playing Super Slugfest. He takes out, like, a bunch of quarters, and he's ready to play, but he, he decides to pay this kid, this hustler, to teach him some tricks so that he can beat Bart yeah. at the game. <laughs> so, like, he teaches him some tricks. I do love that um, this kid's mom, I guess the kid's name is Howard, according <clears throat> to the wiki, comes up and just kind of basically, like, scolds Homer for being in an arcade. Basically like, because he's him, an like, adult. Yeah, you're an adult. But now Homer thinks he's ready to take on Bart. In the meantime, Marge takes Lisa to school and she decides to give Lisa the same advice her mom gave her, which is to smile. Yeah. Um, because if you smile, the kids will think you fit in with them more. Which is a bad advice. Like, I could get it if she's saying, because this is a psychological thing. If you smile and you look at yourself smiling, it actually can help raise your mood. So it's like something that you could do. But she's saying it as to fit in with other children. Such is not sure. a good way of doing it. <laughs> no, again, uh, a little about kissing. A, like, Marge and Homer not exactly giving probably the best advice, but However, it's funny advice nonetheless. However, she gets really angry. So like some kids, so, so she she does it. Right, she Lisa comes, goes out there and she does her fake smile, which she just looks like she's grimacing. <laughs> and these kids seem to say how, oh, she seems normal now, and, the, and she used to be kind of weird, but if now that she's smiling, they don't think that she's as weird. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Largo comes out and tells her not to be so creative. And yeah, Lisa and oh, and I think the this. boys even were saying like you could maybe you should come over, you could do my homework or something like yeah. stupid. And Lisa just gives into it. Right. Right. Which is definitely a... It's a female empowerment message, I think. 100%. Marge realizes this is bad advice, and Lisa is smart enough to not have to do that. Like, to put up with that kind of crap. Right. Which is probably pretty, again, pretty progressive for 1990. It is. To be able to tell little girls... Uh, Marge kind of learns her lesson that it's like... It, it is a female empowerment thing because a lot of the times you have guys or other people saying, oh, you should smile more and, like, crap like that. And, and oh, now these boys are giving her attention and, and she's just kind of giving in to whatever they want because now she's smiling and they like her. And it's like, Marge yeah. is like, what did I just do? That was dumb. Right. She doesn't need that. And she even says, you can be sad. Oh, Lisa, I apologize to you. I was wrong. I take it all back. Always be yourself. You want to be sad, honey? Be sad. We'll write it out with you. And when you get finished feeling sad, we'll still be there. From now on, let me do the smiling for both of us. Okay, Mom. I said you could stop smiling, Lisa. I feel like smiling. Meanwhile, in the subplot, Bart and Homer play again. And Bart says, like, this is the last time, Homer. I've beaten you 50 times in a <laughs> row. And instead of that happening, Homer, knowing all the tricks, starts toying with them. And um, he, he starts, like, beating them up, but he's, but he's toying with them a little too much because as Bart is about to get defeated, Marge pulls the plug. And we get a hilarious little... Oh, oh my god. I can't even do the, the noise that Homer makes. Well, you're in luck, Bart. Here comes my right! Oh, no! 
but he is so <laughs> devastated. I would be and too. anyone that's ever played a video game and like loses power or the pl- plug gets pl- like that is a very real reaction. Oh, it's awful. It's the if worst. you want someone to, to die a little inside, turn off their video game while they're in the middle of it. Oh, especially they if they, it. yes, especially if they haven't saved. And it's one of those things where you spend hours on something and you didn't save because you're an idiot. And then, and then the power goes out, the computer turns off, something crashes and you're just like, yep, I'm done for now. <laughs> Marge says that Lisa has an idea to go out, out to the club and... I mean, I don't know what kind of jazz club would allow little kids in. Like, maybe no, it's like during do. the week or something like that. Yeah, I guess with the family, maybe they could. But they decide to go to the the jazz hole. <laughs> which, that Especially is... since it is like a little hole in the wall. Yeah, but that is, that's got to be a dirty joke, right? The jazz hole. I'd imagine? Yeah. I have um, no idea. I couldn't tell you what the joke was. It's a hole, yeah, like ass- so... Like asshole, jazz hole. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. But while they're there. It's just a car hole. They're all enjoying it, and Bleeding Gums does the second grade blues in honor of Lisa. And that's it. That's the end of the episode. Any little other things about this one? So, this is the first Noiseland arcade. This is the first episode we see Snowball 2 in again since Simpsons Rose and Open Fire. So we had Bart crying in the last episode. This is the first time Lisa cries. I think we've had Homer cry. <laughs> well, Homer Has Lisa Homer. cried? Or not Lisa. Um, Has Marge cried yet? A, a couple of the names of the games in the video arcade. Eat My Shorts is one of them. <laughs> and then the Robert Goulet Destroyer. Um, oh my god. Which, I don't know what that video game could possibly be. But Robert Goulet will come up again on the on this journey through this, through Springfield, much less on Shelf Life, because he comes up in, in some other things. But Robert Goulet was like, an, like a famous Canadian singer with a very, like, booming voice kind of a thing. That, like, sultry, like, lounge singer type voice. But yeah, I thought overall uh, it's it's a solid episode. I, I oh, think again I agree. They, they found their groove at this at this point. I think they they're starting to feel it. Yes, for sure. I really like this one. I like this one a lot. <laughs> I just oh, think it, it. I just oh. think it's really nice. I like that it's very character driven. It's like it 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 pushes the you know it pushes it a little bit more with like how she's sad and like how to deal with it and everything. I like that. It gets you to really feel emotional with the show. Yeah, it shows that there can be a little emotion in it. And I like Bleeding Gubs Murphy. Yeah, he's fun. I mean, he only shows up... He shows up in the background mm-hmm. here and there. He has at least one more episode where he's featured. We'll get to down the line for sure. Yeah. But that is Moaning Lisa. So, hey, when we come back after a word from our sponsor, we get into one of the goofier episodes of season <laughs> yes. one. Yes! The Call of the Simpsons. 